Why wouldn't you slide? Why, why would you just decide? Bad, bad design uh, flaw. Hit record? Yeah. Oh, wait, are you going to really quick? What? Roses in the shot now. Okay. Three, two, one, action. Welcome to the Christian Couples Podcast. We are the Christian Couple. Uh, I am Johnny. I'm Dawn. Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day! We got the whole Valentine's set going, going on. All right. We got some stuff. We got uh, chocolate. Beautiful hands. Our we hands. Got little Valentine-y chocolate thingies. Ta-da! Whatever. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> my giant cherries back here, and then uh, some little fine decorations. And those of you who are very keen will notice. There are more hearts on the chalkboard today than normal. Because that's what you do <laughs> when Valentine's it's Valentine's Day. Day. Absolutely. So, hey, how's it going? It's going. Right on, man. How was it's your week? It's a good week? Saturday. It was, it was uh, busy. Yeah, very. It was extremely busy. It week. was. It was. It went through very quickly for me, too. I, I do. I, yeah, I feel like it went by really fast. Next thing I know, it's like Wednesday night, and we're back on the way home <laughs> from, from church. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, anything uh, special happened this week or no? Just kind of a, it's kind of a humdrum week other than just being real busy? No, I'm sure there's something that happened and it'll pop in my head as we're talking. I'm trying to think as well. Hmm. <gasps> I tell you what, what? Natalie started softball season. Yeah, first, there was that. First, first, first practice was Wednesday. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Because I know she was excited. She was so excited she didn't want to go to church on Wednesday. She was like, as we're leaving, she's stalking back to the car, and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, she's like, nothing. I, I don't want to go. And I was like, what? Well, it wasn't it because... Isn't, yeah, it isn't that she wanted to go to church. She wanted, she wanted to stay. And then practice. go to church. Right, stay at practice. And make our church move the <laughs> yeah, Right? No, for sure, for sure. And uh, so, so then, uh, you know, but then she, once she got to church, she was excited and had a wonderful time. So, um, not that that's why it's not where you go to church and have a wonderful time, but it's just one of those side effects. It's her youth group, though. Your, uh, your mileage may vary. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> no, yeah, she, uh, uh, but then, yeah, we were, oh, uh, t uh, this weekend, mm -hmm. we did, or we will be doing, because we're, we're, okay. This is Saturday. We're it's Saturday, we're recording this. Uh, it's going to air on Monday, but, uh, so we're going right after this, in fact, to church. Yep, it's Couples Unite. That's right. I always I told her I said it sounds, it sounds Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I feel like it's the most aggressive like, Love. like a, I just wanna go to church now and do like a three legged race or something stupid like that where you're competing because yes. you're like, Yeah, oh, oh, let's go, couples unite. It feels mm -hmm. like a soccer team. You know what I'm saying? Oh it's my god, like, that's so funny. <laughs> Christians cause... United, the soccer team for Christian people. So. Well, we're going to have dinner. Yeah. Very vacated and dinner. And yeah, then we're going to so watch nice. War Room. Which I think is cool. I haven't seen it. I didn't watch it. You've uh, never seen War Room? I have not watched War Room. Mainly because, so I got to remember, when I, was in, when I was coming up in film and television, mm -hmm. um, the one thing that happens so clearly is that 
Christian or things that are specifically for people of faith tend to not be done well. Agreed. Okay. Um, uh, uh, everyone is like, you know, what about facing the giants and God's not dead? Look, those are wonderful movies. Mm -hmm. The acting's atrocious in them. The stories are what make them, and, and you get kind of those few moments of shining light in them. But at the end of the day, no one's going to sit here and go, these are professional actors. No, of course not. These are people literally who go to those churches. Well, eh, eh, I don't know if you call them professional actors. I'm kidding. I love these in Hercules. <laughs> Disappointed! Some Hercules? He was Hercules. I know. No, I know. I don't yeah, remember that. Hercules and Xena era. That was him, man. No, um, but... Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's gonna be. I think it'll be good. I can't wait to see it. Mm -hmm. I, that one, and then there's a couple other ones that I've actually I've wanted to see. Did you see Fireproof? Uh, I did not. Did not see Fireproof. <laughs> tr tr when I, <laughs> off camera, I'll tell you why. It's nothing to do with the movie. Nothing to do with the movie. Oh, it has no. to do with the time frame around when the movie was coming out. That's what it has to do with. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. I, at the time, was having trouble with my poorly yoked uh, ex-wife. I gathered as soon as you yeah. said that, yeah. So, I was poorly yoked, by the way, not the whole, anyway. So that's why when the movie comes out, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, that's, no, I don't want to, I'm good. I'm good, I don't want to see that movie. Anyways, so we're jumping. So last week we had the great uh, we had the great honor of having our good friend uh, John Delez with us. It was wonderful to having him there and having him here, rather. But before we get too deep into this, because we are going to get back into some stuff, let's go ahead and open with a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity we have, as well as this platform you've given us, Lord, to, have, to be able to speak with our fellow believers, Lord God, those who are couples or even those who are single, Father. And just let, if we're able to impart any kind of wisdom from you to the, that they can get, Lord, I, I just thank you for that opportunity, Lord. Bless us. Let us be able to always want to stay right firmly in your will, Lord God. Uh, I thank you as well, Lord, for the wife you've given me, Father. She, because the, the Bible says when you find a, a, a wife, you found a good thing. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Right on, man. So, um, yeah, so uh, let I. Do you have a lot of other stuff you want to talk about? I kind of want to just jump into this Let's thing. Let's do it. Because it's actually really good. Are you going to hold I, know, I was wondering how long I was going to take you to I notice like, that. I can't have, <laughs> uh, hang on, I'll just. I love you. Turn the page through my <laughs> face. So, any man who has ever had to drive and hold his wife's hand, I'll be driving. I'll go right here. the same page. I'll be driving. I'm holding her hand, and I have to make a real complicated turn, like an involved, sharp turn of some sort. And I'm like, <clears throat> and she's looking at me like, why are you taking your hand away? And I'm like, I, 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 I'm good. <laughs> Use my face to turn the wheel. I don't know. It's like, not gonna be wrong. Okay, sleeping is the same thing. We're like, when we sleep, oh, it's yeah. like, especially if you sleep, if I sleep sometimes, because see, we're, we're, we're opposite of how we actually are at night. So at night, I sleep on that side. And so I'll have my arms under her head, and she'll, and, and she'll be super comfy. You can tell a little, little teeny, that little lady snore, the, not even a real snore. Anyway, so I know she's out. And I'm like, I can't feel my fingers. And I'm, just, I'm a wiggling my hand. I'm like, on the other side of her, I'm like, just trying to get any feeling back in, <laughs> anything at all. And yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm sure the opposite is probably true too on some level. There have been times where I've had to say, honey, well, you're I, literally... I need you to like roll over. I'm because... a big boy. And, and I'm, I'm just no, like, and no, I'm, that's what I'm like. A, he's a cuddler. Boom. Yeah, no, he's a cuddler. <laughs> so 
sometimes it's like, babe, I love you, but you, can you roll, just roll over a little bit. Yeah, but, for, <laughs> but, but for me, she's like pushing on the mountain. <laughs> okay, her legs are kicking and everything. I can't move. Anyway, yeah, no, it's uh, And then he's so, you're so sweet to me. So, oh, oh, baby, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What about, <laughs> That's it. So, what about when? Uh, what about those times that we're cuddling sometimes, and I'll be, and I have my head real close to yours, or even like kind of pressing a little more on your head, like mm-hmm. this, just kind of, mm-hmm. I'm cute, and I start to fall asleep. Immediately, the ten thousand pounds my head weighs goes, whoom, and she's like, I'm sleeping. Oh God. Oh God. Wait, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's oh, yeah. real. It's bad. No, it's, it's true. Real. Totally. It's legit. Um, <laughs> so, six foot seven, man, okay? She knew what she was getting into. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, we're, uh, we are in, even this uh, Valentine's Day weekend, we're going to be in 52 Pillars. Now, l- the, the previous week, we started with Foundation, which is the very first week. We're going to jump to, because remember, we're going to jump around. You go to where you want to apply. We're going to week 23. So, if you're following along in your book, um, again, it's 52 Pillars by Dave Pelegi. Pledgy, whatever. Uh, week 23 is titled uh, Love. So we're going to talk a little about some love mm-hmm. today. We're going to talk some lovey-dovey stuff today. Aww. I know, right? What's your uh, what's your favorite the love type verses and stuff in the Bible? Like, what where, where do you, when you think of love, where um, do you go in the Bible? I, uh, I automatically go to 1 Corinthians 13. Really? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's good. Is that's that what's weird. on there? No, I'm just joking. That's hilarious. No, but that is. No, when oh, I, it is actually. But is no, it really? Yeah, yeah. But that's okay, not. I thought I read it. No, that's fine. Um, so I'm trying to think what. So what about you? So it's funny. I think, obviously, we should all think of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But that's the answer the teacher wants. I'm going to go to the real answer now. I say the, t- the real answer is uh, because we're all weird in our own little way. And I think I've shown you guys are crazy enough uh, over the last few weeks and months of doing the show. Mm-hmm. See, I think season one is rife with the insanity of, of this. Of, of us. who we really are. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I actually, uh, I go to the story of Dinah in the Old Testament. Shut up! Because her brothers loved her so much after she was... Uh, uh, defiled. Defiled. It's an excellent way to put it. That they... After their father, they, these guys love their sister. These guys love their sister so much, and I feel them on this. That they're like fathers, like oh, we're gonna make peace with them. We're gonna okay, fine, we'll marry. We'll make it to be wonderful. Abraham goes through the trouble of getting everything patched up. Not that you ever could in this scenario. And the brothers are just like, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's fine, Dad. Whatever. Yes, of course, whatever you say. And as soon as everybody and the men in the town get circumcised, these brothers are like, shh. And I'm just like, dang. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's, uh, that's a different kind of, uh, I would say it's a different kind of love. It's, kind of, it's more of a familial family love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, again, kind of before we get into all this, did you, you said you wanted me to cover. No, you know, I mean, I was just, there's yeah, different so, types of loves in the Bible. And I think, it, no, I think it's awesome. Segue. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit like a, like a blunt hammer today. So you're not getting a lot of classy segues. I apologize. But no, um, but, in the, but it's a good idea you had, which was, mm-hmm. I think this is very important to talk about, which is, so in the, in, in the context of the Bible, in the context of, um, of studying and whatnot in God's word, there's four different types of, of love, genuinely, that are discussed or talked about in the, in the Bible. The four types are eros, which is essentially your sensual or romantic love. Eros. 
love. Couples podcast. Uh, <laughs> there's what's called Storge, which uh, sounds like, uh, 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 what is that, Tarje? Sounds or storage. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> which is your storage, familial yeah. love, uh, sort of a parent to a child, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Then there's Philia, which is like us with John. Like we're buddies and good friends and mm -hmm. best friends. My good friend Jason in Florida. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, and then there's, of course, uh, agape love, which is the love a father ha a father to their child. And it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. It's God's love for mankind and whatnot. Um, it's the daddy kind of love. And, uh, or... Uh, or would that be Zaddy? I don't know, I don't know whatever. Sorry, it's the new thing. <laughs> Moving on. So, um, I, but I, I love that. I love the fact that, the, that, you know, there's reasons that, you know, and, and the Bible of God says, you know, the, the most important of these. He reigns, like, Lord, what are the most important commandments? And he talks about all the different commandments, and he says, the most, but um, the most important of these is love. Is love, yeah. And so it's, there, it, so many, it's so easy for people to get twisted up um, mm -hmm. with what we as believers are supposed to put out into the world. And, and I know that internally, I say internally, meaning the body of Christ, we are very much called to love one another. And sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, there's some folks that you wish you couldn't, didn't have to love, as Chuck said. Yeah. But you love them anyway. But you love them anyway. And so, but then, but and at the end of the day, the truth is we do, man. Like, I, I'll be honest, uh, our pastor, I absolutely love. John, I love. Uh, any, pretty much anybody in our church, I think, when I tell you all that I love you, it, I just want to put my arms around and give you guys big strapping hugs because it's, it's the truth we love you guys mm -hmm. so getting into 52 pillars let's take a look at week 23 and it starts with 1 Corinthians 13 1 through uh, 1 through 13 though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long in his kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked. Thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Is love. Um, so I kind of want to, let's go here. But mm -hmm. then I'd really love to really dive into that, sure. into that chapter. Because sure. I feel like the chapter itself is really, is a, it's a... It's a good area of study to kind of get into. So um, if you're taking notes at home, we're going to be going over, uh, it's going to be the New King James Version is what I'll be re reading, but you can, of course, use the King James Version um, if you prefer. It's going to be 1 Corinthians 13. We're going to be going through that momentarily after we kind of review this. So I'll be honest, I don't remember what we did last time. Do we, we read this? We just kind of went through the, Okay. just some highlights. Okay, no problem. 
Um, so I'll, uh, good, the, the devotional itself is, uh, there is no other principle that is more important than love. Why? The very definition of God is that he is love. His very core essence and mindset is love. Love encompasses all other traits of God, and all other traits of God flow out of love. That's true, but people get that confused. Okay. You know, I... remember in the Bible where it talks about if you spare the rod, you spoil your child. Mm -hmm. Also, who the Lord loves, he chastises. Right. So there are times when people can feel like it, it can feel as if, well, if God loves me, and all the problems, all the other stuff, and blah, blah, blah. Well, the truth is, whatever you have going on, that statement's accurate. It's all being funneled through God's love. What about horrible things that happen? Everything that happens, whether it's adversity that comes against you or the mm -hmm. Lord's blessing poured out upon you, is to do one thing, and that's to draw you closer to Him. Whether it's one or the other really has more to do with your walk with God than anything else. Not that it's good or bad, or your walk is good or bad. Right. But more like where you are in your walk that the Lord needs you to learn certain things. Right. Because he's preparing you for something. Always. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he's preparing you to just come back. Yep. And other times he's preparing you to go out and go forward. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, that's kind of understanding that that back and forth, that give mm -hmm. and take, that I mm -hmm. think is what matters the most. Um, so one of the things they say is how do we, so how do we apply this particular, uh, this particular devotion? How do we apply it? And it says, in the areas of my life, uh, in what areas of my life do I need to feel God's love flowing to me more and then who in my life needs to experience a much higher level of love from me now i'm gonna say when it comes to the give and take relationship that god has in terms of like blessings and honor and things of that nature and things like tithing and whatnot mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. the lord's currency if you will is almost always inevitably what you put in is what you get out Oh, church is feeling really stale. Are you feeling like? Are you being stale? It's funny that you said that. Go ahead. I, I was. Um, I, I tend to follow a lot of uh, on Christian TikTok. Yeah. And I forgot who the woman was, but I just heard it. She says how you know when you said you feel every church is feeling stale or mm -hmm, stagnant. Mm -hmm. um, she said, "Well, it's the same as like, hey, you ask people to pray for you." But are you praying too? You can't you can't walk into church and expect that all this is going to get poured on you, but you're not giving anything in return. So, does that make sense? Hundred percent. Oh, okay. No, for sure. No, and I think that so. I absolutely. I feel like you have to be able to, you know, you have to uh, be very much involved in your own situation as well. I'm more. I think more so in this scenario that I'm just talking about at the moment, which, by the way, is 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 parallel with what you said. Add what you said mm -hmm. to this. Who are you showing love to? Are you helping that elderly person down the aisle get to the seat they need to be at? Are you, you know, volunteering to do something, you know, go out uh, soul winning on the weekends, or possibly, you know, helping put together uh, food for the homeless or whatever? How much love are you putting out into the world that ultimately? And 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 that's really what I've I've, I've always noticed. The times that I want the Lord to respond the most are the time, especially to my prayers, are the times that I start praying for other people. I start finding ways to plug myself into what the Lord's mm -hmm. got going on mm -hmm. because inevitably that could very well be part of the conversation God's trying to have with you. Right. And and that person if the you know the the, the volunteering for making sandwiches let's say for the homeless and sure. it's you and a group of, group of people somebody in there 
might have something to tell you that God's been trying to tell you for a long time. Absolutely. You know, I think that one of the things that people don't realize so much is that, you know, it's, it's the, it's funny. People are like the secret and all the other stuff. Everybody wants to try to boil God's essence or the essence of what he's saying and create palliatives. Palliatives being like off brands. Okay. There is no, there's no discount God right. out there. And by that, I mean, there's no version of it where you can try to get the, like, you know, you, you can't get the checkout counter version where you're like, oh, let me just pick up this one little magazine, the Reader's Digest version, so I get the story without the whole story. No, you have to be engaged. The cliff notes. Yeah, there's no cliff notes for the Bible. That's great. It's actually a really good example. No cliff notes, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and look a little further into the verse itself, into the actual book itself. Uh, so go back to going back to First Corinthians thirteen. Um, specifically, let's. I want to break down the because we've all. This is one of the, the most quotable, quote unquote, chapters of any book in the Bible ever. Everybody quotes all the parts of it and all this other stuff. I did in the very beginning, um, not even thinking. So I, I quoted thirteen, first mm -hmm. thirteen. So one of the things he talks about is love suffers long and is kind. Um, the term suffers is another way of, of, uh, of trying to say is long-suffering, long of like patience. Um, love suffers long and is kind. How often do we actually, in the midst of our suffering, as much as we've talked on this show alone about how what a, I'm a bad patient and, and what you have anger issues have had in the past and whatnot, it's like I can be cranky in the dumbest situation and this and that. But the truth is love suffers long and still maintains that kindness. Mm -hmm. And I gotta, I gotta admit, I think in a lot of ways we do also still keep a lot of our kindness when it comes to things. In the moment, in the heat of the moment, we're Forget totally, it. yeah, we're the, in the heat of the moment, we're like, put them up. You know what I'm saying, and then you get, but then you get to after we've had time to kind of go to our corners and talk and whatnot, and and, and you get to a place where you, you persevere through those things. And I think that's very important: is that despite whatever the adversity is that you're coming against, the love you have for one another should be and should always be maintained as kind. Mm -hmm. um, and that's hard. It's very hard to be kind when you love somebody and they have now angered you or they've hurt you or right. that is very difficult to do yeah. whether it be and that could be to anybody that doesn't have to necessarily be me and you but right. when a friend hurts you or even a stranger that cuts you off i don't always need to lay on the horn <laughs> i should be more kind and not you know in that concept as well right absolutely but. no i get that so then it also says, uh, love does not envy, love does not parade itself, and is not puffed up. <sighs> does not envy. What do you think they mean there? And uh, this is, that's not an open-ended question. I'm genuinely asking. What do you think when they say love does not envy? What is? What are you envying? What, what is the love that we, the bad love type of thing? What does it envy? What's, what are we envying? <clears throat> it's funny. I read that, and I think of it, we should appreciate the love that we do have and not envy somebody else's love. True. Like, that couple's so much better than us and That's those friends are so much nicer than sure. my friends, you know, and, cause it's easy to get petty. Right. It's very easy to get petty. Um, otherwise, I don't, I don't know. That's a really great question, but that was the first thing that pops in my head when I read this. Right or wrong, I don't know. Right, it made me think of a TV show that I've seen recently, no, I, I haven't, I never watched the show, but it's the one, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, forgive me, but there's like a young couple who has moves, a young, brand new, just married couple who moves next door to an older 
already established oh, couple. Wow. And the point of the show is to show the differences between, like, how, you know what I mean? So, like, the, the older husband who's been around for a while is constantly like, oh, that's going to stop. All that nonsense and is going to, you cut that. And I sit here and I go, well, yeah, but should, how often do people who are older look at the younger, more in love couple? I say more in love because it's a different kind of love in the, in the, in the early stages. And so, because it lo- okay. you got to admit, relationship love evolves. It does. No, it does. And there's too many people who look at it, especially in the world, who look at love in the wrong context. They look at it as, well, they don't say sweet things anymore, blah, blah, blah. But you know what, but you know what she does do? I bet she gets you your pain meds when, when she sees you wince without you asking. I bet that you wake up in the morning and you get that cup of coffee ready for her without her even asking about it and you make sure that it, when she comes up, when she wakes up, that it's, there, it's right there. My point is though, you don't do it with the whole, I'm gonna make you coffee in the morning. It's the, it's the routine you, you slide into, yeah. but it's still, it's, it's the evolved version. It's like Pokemon. It's the evolved version of that earlier, really hot and on fire, like, oh, I love you so much, and oh my goodness, dewy-eyed, you know, gooey-eyed looking, whatever, in lieu of something deeper. And I believe better. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think that's that early stage that, that everyone, the NRE, that new relationship energy, mm-hmm. is very important for the bonding, for the establishment of the relationship. But once you get past that, every, people act like, people act like, oh no, that's gone. Oh no. Oh no, look, all that, that, that love is gone. I guess we don't <laughs> love each other anymore. No, it's changed. It's evolved. You went and got a refill and it's a little, tastes a little different. Because, you know, because the Bible promises certain things and it's true. If you are being very, I talk to my wife a lot about how, you know, the, the Lord promises to keep you engaged. Stay close to him, especially in your relationships. And you don't have to worry about whether the flowers are the things or the whatever, or why, why do they look like this or that, or the, you know, he has his shirt untucked all the time and maybe she doesn't wear much makeup anymore like she used to and all this other stuff. It's like, at the end of the day, you sit here and go, yeah, but if you're staying with the Lord, if you're staying in this, if your relationship is grounded in this, uh, by the way, this is a Bible, not just because not just a pretty blue case, then you want well, to make sure people are like, you know, you stay on a dictionary? No, it's the Bible. He's going to keep you looking across the room when she walks in going, hey, you know what I mean? Or, or if he's uh, uh, bending over to get a magazine and she's all like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of stuff. So it, that's, the Lord's going to do that. He's going to keep that stuff going. And, and, and it's true. It's, it's very true. I tell you what, man, I'm, I'm more excited now to come home and see my family and especially my wife than I've ever been. You know, and that's the first time that's ever happened. Do do you? I only ask this, but yeah. whenever, like, he'll leave for work and he just lets me sleep. And Natalie, she'll get up and start school and stuff. But when I get up, the first thing I do is I'm still laying in bed and yeah. I'm like, "Hi, baby." Yeah. And then there's mornings where I haven't done that, and he's like, "Hello." Yeah, totally. <laughs> Are you there? Are you okay? Yeah, just checking. And it wasn't even so much that I forgot. It's just like I got up and started my day, and right, you know. And, uh, but, you know, it's not so much that I, I have to remember. It's more or less like, I like doing it too. Yeah. Cause I like, I like that response back. There was an old meme, an old meme. 
Um, I was when we were dating. I saw it says nothing like waking up in the morning and seeing your a, a text message from your crush. Yeah. On the phone, <laughs> on your phone, waiting for you, like saying good morning or mm-hmm. or good night. That's true. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is now it can seem almost like, oh my goodness, why are they bothering me? But the truth is, they're still they're still they're still mm-hmm. messaging. You know, so it's uh, yeah, ma'am. It's uh, it. It's all part of that continual kind of what the Lord, that renewing of your relationship, mm-hmm. I think, that the Lord does. Um, so moving on to the next part of that, um, it talks about is, uh, love does not parade itself and is not puffed up. So uh, I, rather than trying to externalize that, I want to internalize that mentality. Okay. How often do people in relationships, I know I've been guilty of doing it in the past, sit here and try to be like, well, I do this for you and I blah, blah, blah. And that's how I show you my love. And it's, and by the way, super guilty of it. I've done it many times. Uh, that's why she's smirking over here. So. No. <laughs> that only like comes up though when we're arguing. It's not even like. Right. No, I get I it. I think it's more just out of anger and frustration. Right. Or, right. And, but at the end of the day, it's never, it's not good. It's not no. qualified. It's not, there's no, there's no, uh, we shouldn't do that. And I think that. I take this to very much for me. I self-internalize mm-hmm. the, the application of this. I feel like is I shouldn't be acting like I'm special because I've deigned to grace you with my affection. I don't think that's fair. I think it's not you, that. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> so uh, then the next uh, next one says uh, uh, does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. It's not provoked. Right? Is not provoked and thinks no evil. Now. I'm going to get him back. This. No. This is where I get my mentality that I have stressed many times. In a relationship, if there's a negative, and I said this to her when we first got married. If there's a bad way to take something that I have said, you need to immediately shut it down. And say, okay, okay, clearly he would not do that. Let's discuss. And you say, and you can say to me, I know that you would never purposely upset me, provoke me, try to get me to, to insult me. Mm-hmm. Yet I feel kind of insulted by this thing that came out. So obviously I'm not hearing you correct. I'm not, I'm not hearing the right thing. Now, there's a lot of self deprecation there on purpose because that's what keeps the doorway open, in my opinion, to not. To not having someone else who who maybe isn't as far along in your spiritual relationship sit here and go, oh really? I don't understand. And next thing you know, you're in an argument. To being able to say, no, clearly I, the mistake is on my part. And I do. I try to do that. And I try to enforce doing that in terms of us saying, listen, obviously the mistake's on my end. I do it at work too, and I'm talking to people. Maybe I misunderstood the instruction. Help me understand it better. So same thing. If there's a bad way, like if I say something that offends, stop me because clearly that's not my intention. And, and that should never be your intention in a relationship mm-hmm. to sit here and say, oh, well, we're going to, you know, I'm going to purposely poke her in the eye to make her kind of really get frustrated. You know what I mean? There's no, we wouldn't do like, that. Like looking for a rise out of each other. Right. You shouldn't. And if you are, if that is happening in terms of that's what your interpretation was, stop and ask and say. Now, there have been, there's been times where we've been like, hey, is, is this, what's going on with this thing? And then I sit here and go, oh, yeah. I guess I'm frustrated about this thing, and I didn't. While I wasn't meaning to do it, I see why it had happened, mm-hmm. and I'm not. That's not my intent. You know what I mean? And you sit here and you go, "That's not my intention." I move on. We explain some things. That's just what do you think? We call it grumpy. 
We do. I mean, we both do. I came out and sat down after getting ready for this, and you're like, why are you so grumpy? I'm like, I don't like my hair. I don't like my makeup. I don't like my outfit. And then it was over with. No, no, I hear you. Um, next verse is verse 6, First uh, Corinthians 13, 6. Uh, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. By context, the lay person would say, "Well, it does. You, that must mean we don't we don't rejoice in lying. Lying is a form of iniquity. But at the end of the day, the truth is we don't we don't rejoice in in being sinful in 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 trying to be either uh, in any of those negative things, hurtful, resentful, or we don't rejoice in being like, hey, let's go tie one on and blah 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 and get drunk or whatever else or stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean? we don't that." That's not what we rejoice in, but we rejoice is in the truth, and the truth is always going to be. Truth is so many things, and it's everything. So it's. I feel like that's a huge point of of, of kind of note there. You know, uh, we don't rejoice in, in, in iniquity, but rejoice rather in the truth because that's that's what's important. That's what matters. You know, the truth of God's word, the truth of our mm -hmm. love, the truth of you know the situation. That's and it goes back to what I said before. If I wouldn't try to hurt you then us finding out why you felt we're upset by something I said gets us to the truth. If, if people who are, when you sit here and you say, well, I'm non-confrontational. I don't know that I want to be starting fights. Can't we just love one another? Listen, you are not being truthful in that scenario. Mm -hmm. To your loved one, to yourself, to the Lord, you need to be honest. And sometimes communication comes from that place of honesty. Now, Honest does not mean you're going to get your way every time. But honest certainly means expressing something and saying, hey, blah, 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 blah. You know, and you walk it out. You walk it through and you get to a place where you go, okay, no, I get it. Okay, so uh, verse number seven. Uh, uh, bears all things. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. Bears all things means... I'm going to talk to you guys for just a minute. If you're truly leading your house the way the Lord has told you to, then at any given time, your flesh should say to you, why don't these people appreciate what I'm doing? Why don't they show more gratitude? Why, 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 why? Because that's our flesh. And it feels like we're giving. We always feel like we're giving more. We're giving this, we're giving that, we're giving the other. The truth is... Y'all are giving a tall order, though. But that's our job, bro. Mm -hmm. Why is that our job? Because as much as everyone thinks women are given this list of stuff to do and men are just told to love their wife the way Christ loves the church, that's the tallest order of all. So there are many times, because I know I've, I've experienced it where I, because again, being real candid here, super candid, I very clearly can look at and say, well, I do all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. So what? It's what you're called to do. You think the Lord doesn't sit here and say, you sinned again. No, because Christ took that on and his blood cleansed it and he don't even see it. And now you got to love her and your family the way Christ loves them. Bro, bear all things and bear it with a grit because you know what? The Lord bore the cross and yes, Amen. it always comes down to that. It's like, it's like a bad Spanish parent who's like, oh, really? Mr. Attitude, did you go to the cross? Because I did. Okay, that's not how Christ works. Okay, he's really not. 
So at the end of the day, we have to bear all things. My wife, you love that, don't you? <laughs> okay. Okay, Mr. Backtalk. Only because I know so much about your family and I love your family so much is that I can see this happening and that's because I love them. If I didn't know them and love them, that would not be possible. Um, believes all things. So I take believes all things to mean in context uh, or the, the application that, I'm, that I, I, I look at is uh, believing in the things like the promises of the Lord what's coming from God. Mm -hmm. Now at the same time, I've always so I've also just just so that I cover all the bases. I've also told my family many times, I always believe you. You aren't always telling me the truth, and not by because they're lying, because sometimes the facts don't fit with right. what's coming out of their mouth. That's what I mean. So again, believing all things is you can kind of there's a couple of applications, but I really love that concept. So next is hopes all things. If you look at this verse specifically where it says hopes all things. The word for hopes is the same word that you see later on in Hebrews, which talk in the, in the verse about faith. So specifically, faith is a substance of things hoped for. Okay, that word hoped is where we're going with this. The concept there in the word hope is that it's, it's the idea, the Greek word is very specific. It's the notion or idea, the way a runner is running toward the finish line and they're almost there, and they stretch out their neck to get, because they are hoping to cross the finish line, so that is their physical exertion to that hope. It's not, too many people take hope to mean, well, I hope everything's going to work out, wringing your hands and worrying. Well, that's just that's anxiety. That's not hope. Right, that's anxiety. That's, not <laughs> that's hope. anxiety. Hope is, I'm heading toward this thing, and my hope is that I'm making it, I'm running, and I'm going actively. It's an active thing. It's an, it's an action word, if you will. That's, so that very, now you cross, cross-examine, you go back to the, to the original verse, and it's, that's what you're, what you're, you, you're hoping for all things. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping for the best in all of us. I'm mm -hmm. hoping for what the Lord's gonna do in our lives, running toward that promise. I'm not sitting here waiting for something. Wait, I'm not waiting for, well, my family better treat me right and do what's right before I do anything for them. I'm not. What I'm doing right. is I'm hoping that I can be the best father I can possibly be. I can be the best husband I can possibly be. Mm -hmm. I can be the best member of this family, a leader to this family as I can possibly be. And I'm, I'm and I'm running diligently toward yeah. that end, yeah. you know, getting up in the morning, reading the Bible, doing the things that men we're supposed to be doing in terms of leading our households the right way. That's what to me. That's how the hope is, uh, especially when the word the word usage it cross it cross it cross examines, it cross examines. I'm kidding. Cross references. Cross like references. That. I'm that's like actually what I was thinking about sorry. Uh, and then finally, uh, 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 endures all things. You might think it's the same thing as bears all things, but it's not. Endures all things means, I love my daughter, but the truth is, she's gonna make choices that I'm not gonna agree with. And, and there, there's gonna be times, heck, we'll even go back far enough, uh, or we'll go recently, recent history, three, four years ago. When I first came into that little girl's life, she said hurtful, mean things at times. Mind you, she wasn't saved but she would retaliate verbally. And I didn't shut down. I didn't suddenly decide, oh, well, pfft, forget this, you and your kid. I'm just, I'm not putting up with that non, that foolishness. You endure it. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm not talking like a martyr because like going back to my ref, my, my, my example, my, this yeah. you know, Spanish parent, okay, I, Jesus doesn't sit here and say, hey, I went to the cross for you, bro. He didn't do that ever. He endured it. We have to endure those things because why? Because I love my family. I love my wife. I love my daughter. I love my father-in-law. I love my pets. Anyway, so I feel like those are very, very important things. Then we get into a different set of things. Love never fails. How often do people say, well, I just don't think, I just don't love them anymore. Which, by the way, just means they don't feel that same flowery and new, new relationship energy they felt in the beginning. I've fallen out of love with them. It's impossible. Okay, you probably weren't in love with them to begin with. At the end of the day, love does not fail. But I think this is more talking, I believe there's one love that doesn't fail, and that's Christ's love. And I think that if you live in that, men, as leaders of this house, as the people who are directing your heads of your house, channel yourself through the love of Christ, and that's what you're trying, that's what won't fail. Stand your relationship on the love of Christ, and that's what won't fail. Raise your children in the love and admonition of Christ, and that's what won't fail. Love never fails. Does that make okay. sense? Mm -hmm. Right on. Good. And it's no secret, we both had previous marriages. Mm -hmm. um, I never thought of it that, I think it's because we are, us, me and you, are, are very well grounded in our relationship into the word. Absolutely. That we can understand love never fails. But in our previous ones, there was a point we were in love with our spouses. Um, we didn't have that firm foundation though right. in, 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 in those marriages, unfortunately. Right. Fortunately, unfortunately. No, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um, well, just because the Lord can do a healing work and the Lord is, uh, perfects you again does, mm -hmm. not, does not change the fact that uh, the Lord abhors, abhors divorce and that right. concept. Right. And I think really that a lot of that times that concept isn't so much, you know, do not take apart what the Lord has put together. I think it's more about you're trying to demonstrate. You're, you're, God won't accept, doesn't want to accept, will never accept that love has failed. Right. The truth is in every situation like that, even our own, especially our own, we're the ones who failed. Right. Love I did agree. not fail. Love didn't fail. We, we did. failed. Mm -hmm. We failed to stand on Christ. And that's where we that's where you need to make sure you always are. That's where we try to fundamentally to stay and keep ourselves as well as standing mm -hmm. firmly on Christ's love because that again, what? Won't fail. Won't fail. And then it goes into a list of things it's like whether there are prophecies, they're gonna fail. And and so this next whole section, uh, you know, whether there are uh, there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there's knowledge, it will vanish. For whatever these whole, all, everything else is going to fail you. What I've told, and I've said this to my kid, and I've said it before. If I've said it once, said a thousand times. People will fail you. I told Dawn when I asked her to marry me, I guarantee I'm going to fail you. I guarantee I'm going to disappoint you. But I will never do it on purpose, and I will always do my best to make up for it and make it right. Same thing I told Natalie. Okay, we have to make sure that we put, put your stock, put your faith, put your trust upon Jesus. Because that's the only place where love's not going to fail. Everything else will. Everything else. Um, and then you get into a really great... 
We kind of just skipped one go that ahead, I go thought ahead, was go important. Ahead. 13, five. Oh, I did. Does not behave really, does not seek its own, does not provoke no things evil. Um, that's also keeps no record of wrongs. Absolutely. I'm good for the list. Or the points. Or the points. The scorecard. Definitely. I'm so good at that. I am so good at it. I can do it in my sleep. And it's something I'm working on. Well, and, and as much as I, because I'm who I am, it's hard not to remember things. But you do your best not mm -hmm. to try to, if anything, I, if I've, and I'm not making excuses, but I'm totally making excuses. Um, if anything, I try, I've tried to, and the way I've addressed it, because we're going to do it. As human beings, we're we going to do it. Do it. Mm -hmm. I've tried very hard to flip it into trying to identify, is there a thing here? And by thing, I mean, is there a problem? Is there a, something we need to address? What, mm -hmm. what about what's going, because this feels very repetitious. And I've told her, I'm not trying to bring this back up to hold it over your head or to make you feel a certain way. I'm trying to address the fact that this is now the third time we're dealing with X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. So what's happening that we that we are we can't get past this, but that's a very difficult conversation to have. Because it looks like thank you. Because it does look like you're keeping track. It does look like you have a scorecard, um, yeah. even though again, that's not your intention to offend or anything like that. But it can feel that way. But it's still a conversation that needs to be had, especially if right. it, like you said, is a repeating time. Do I like when he brings it up to me? Absolutely not. Not at all. But it has to be dealt with. I think when, I think when you when when we talk about keeping score, I think it's more. The person who deals with because I because I was this person by the way in the past. You, don't say anything. You don't say anything. You don't say anything. You almost like you self martyr. You don't say anything, and then all of a sudden one day you explode and it's like, you know I can't stand the way you chew your food. I can't stand the way you snore. I can't stand the way you blah blah blah. Because you let it build up. I think if you talk and communicate stuff like we just like what we were just describing, mm -hmm. that's healthy, and it takes time, and that's a skill that's developed. But I also think the more common way that people do hold wrongs uh, 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 against one another is that they 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 keep the scorecard in their head, and that's how things fester. And that's what I've always been against. That's what the Bible says very clearly, do not let the sun set on your anger. Don't do it. Find a way to get it out in the open, get the information, talk about it. Because I feel like once you've talked about it, that isn't scorekeeping. Talking uh -huh. about it is dealing with the, the thing. And sometimes what you end up realizing is, hey, I need a little more counseling. I need a little more advice from the Lord. I need a little more... Maybe maybe you need to go see a therapist of some sort. Maybe there's because there's other, there's very healthy ways uh, to to deal with things that start to come up, and it's not about self loathing. No. It's not about being like you know oh you're doing it again. It's very much about hey how do we let's fix this thing because because I have said this I don't want to become angry about this in the future. I don't want to start have this thing build up. Because we didn't talk about it, mm -hmm. I want. I'd rather get it out now. We deal with it. You walk away, and you you feel the relief over your shoulders, versus people who who sit there and they think they've made up, but really they're sitting there on the sofa like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, Nobody no, you're wants, right. You're right. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Right. <clears throat>
So thank you, by the way, for making mm -hmm. me go back to that one. I, I'm 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 sorry I skipped over that. No, I just I was I noticed in, um, that it was like there was I was like, oh yeah, I forgot keeps no accounts of evil. So then you get to the last three, and the last three are very important because I don't think they're unrelated. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, an adult, I put away childish things. In the context of the passage, children do all these things. Children are petty and they argue and they say, but you did this and they get revenge and they this and that and you're, you can kind of, you know, as you're learning, you, you come up. Mm -hmm. But at some point, and we're children, think about this, immature relationships fall out of love. Relationships that are just built on shallow, childish things. Those are the relationships that deal with the adversities, the, the, the headaches. Those are the relationships that don't overcome or can't overcome to that point where finally you get to that place where you know it's only, it's only when you are mature as, and you become that mature person, you put away that childish understanding and you come to a place where you say, okay, you know what? You've upset me. Let's talk about it. I love you. You know, I don't want us to have an issue with this thing. Let's let's let, let's go let's let's go someplace different with it. Now, mind you, that's forty two years old, forty three, going to soon uh, next month, uh, talking. But at the same time, God, if I could only, if I had only learned, if someone had only shared this kind of insight, or this kind of information with me, then I, I think headaches could have been avoided. Uh, but everything for God's will, you know, mm -hmm. God's will and God's oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah. What are your thoughts? What do you think about that? That interpretation of that trend, <laughs> that application of the verse. What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? What I said, what I said, do you agree with that sentiment? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean, what do I think? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. You know, and what's funny is I love the next part too. It says, we're now I don't like to be angry either. Yeah. It's exhausting being angry. <laughs> I feel like, you know, that, that there's an else it takes more, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. <laughs> it's, true. it's very true. No, it's, yeah, but I, I don't like to be angry because I'm tired and then I have to keep track of why I'm angry. <laughs> well, because remember, when, when there's two sides to a fight, then you know you have to always be on your guard and you can't let otherwise if you mm -hmm. suddenly start, if you start suddenly easing up, then they think they've won and it's like, yeah, look. Yeah. If you have to win, that means someone else is losing. And I don't know who anybody who wants and to stay in a relationship And that's one of the things like that. That, you've, that we've done, that you've made quite clear. When we, even when we first started dating and we had our first argument, it was more or less like, um, I don't want to argue. I don't want to, I, I don't, it's okay to argue, but not to fight right. because when you have a fight, you either win or lose Yeah. and nobody deserves to have to lose. Well, cause again, there has to, oh, there is no such thing as neutral. There is mm -hmm. no such thing as, 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 as you either work it out or you're choosing someone to win. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. You're the, the, but no, but I'm right, but I'm this and that. Who cares? There's a story my dad... No, you know who's right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's right? Jesus. Jesus. Sorry, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. I love that so much. But yeah, man. Um... What were you gonna say about your dad? Your dad said a story. I don't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I hate when I do that. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I love what you. I love what you had to say. I'm not. <laughs> it's half the time I'm filling space just to hear my own voice. So let's go. So don't. 
My mom, my mom called me out of that years ago, and I have finally come to terms because I'm an honest man now. Uh, that's exactly why. You just talk to hear yourself talk. I do. I really do. So, uh, uh, but yeah, man, I uh, I really liked this. I liked this one. I thought this was good. You know what? Uh, 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 would love to hear in the comment section or even on our discussion group on Facebook mm -hmm. what uh, one what are some of the challenges you face on a regular basis in your relationships that you're overcoming or that the Lord's working on you with. Understand something. If your first inclination to when I said that statement is to think, oh, well, I don't do this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, bless your heart. Ooh, you just became Southern. And <laughs> we'll be praying for you. No, but the truth is, uh, no, keep, we always need to keep, I think we need to keep one another in prayer and just kind of lift each other up as, as relationships and as couples. I'm looking forward to this thing we've got to be going to shortly, so we're going to have to cut the, short, the, sh the show short because we've got to get ready to go, but um, yeah, man, take a little time this week. You know, tell your uh, significant other uh, you love them. Tell your children you love them. Um, you know, fathers, hug your daughters. You know, uh, mothers, hug your sons. And in general, families just love one another, love on one another. Mm. You know, nothing I love more than uh, being able to be in the presence of those people who I care so much about. You know, having my father-in-law join our family and hear this, this sect of it has been, it's brought a whole new dimension of love to our household that we didn't know was missing. And I, I call it the familial because when I go, when I was, we go to Florida sometimes to visit, mm -hmm. we would, and we see, we, we see my family, we see your family while we're there, uh, meeting your mom. And so there's a weird kind of like wholeness, a completeness that you don't realize until when you leave, it's the thing you miss. That's why you go back and visit. Yeah. So when he came to visit, all of a sudden, that thing was here. And I was like, well, that's what it is. It's that other, it's that extra generation, and, and we've lost that so much. Cause everybody's, everybody's like, oh my, my kid turns eighteen, kick him out. Oh my, my, you know, my parents are old, stick him in retirement house center, whatever. I kind of grew up with this setup. Mm -hmm. When I, when I was growing up in, in New York and then later in Florida, we had three generations under the roof. It was me, my mom, my grandparents, my aunt, her kids. I mean, it's, we at some point we were all in that house together. My great grandparents at one point was uh, uh, separately. My father, my grandfather's father, lived with us, and then later on, briefly, my grandmother's mother. Um, and so, that's how families. I I, I love that. Mm -hmm. And so that's uh, I'm very happy it's with that. It's funny you said that about the generations. It just clicked something in me because I was started thinking back about mm -hmm. like my family. Um, I I think at one I believe at one point, my my grandmother on my mom's side, um, they had their house and then they had the in law apartment underneath. Mm -hmm. I believe my great grandparents did live down there, mm. and then, um, from what I understand, um, and then Grandma and Grandpa passed, and it kind of like rotated through like families at one point, like sure. that in-law apartment. Sure. New babies are born; you need to get on your feet. Like we lived down there at one point mm. when my when my grandfather died. Mm. Um, my Aunt Peggy and Beth, Beth was very little at the time, but they lived downstairs. So my grandfather had Beth and Beth had my grandfather for that generational well, thing. And it wasn't until after Grandpa died that Grandma sold the house and then right. bought the condo with Laura. So there was just Laura, my Aunt Laura. Um, there was just the one generation. But I think that's always been in my family too, was yeah. that we've always had that generational. I think it's great that Natalie gets to do this. 
um, with with my dad. Um, and we came to notice that missing piece when he went into the hospital. Yeah. We didn't realize how much, and yeah, he wasn't—he was wasn't even supposed. To, yeah, and he wasn't even supposed to be here at the time for right. surgery. He was already supposed to have gone back home. Right. Um, but like that whole week and a half, two week period, uh, it yeah, you met, we missed him. We were like, we were like, we're going to go see Raj. We come, what's going on? And we mm -hmm. missed, we missed having him around, and you stop and see that. So that, you know, Valentine's Day. Yes, this is important for Valentine's Day. Absolutely. But it's about our family too. Absolutely. That's, and I think that it's important to remember that. that's why last year so last year I took I took the two of you out I took mm -hmm. my, my wife and my daughter to dinner you know this year we're going to spend almost like a, a we're going to treat it almost like Thanksgiving we're going to spend dinner together with each other we're going to just hang out here and be mm -hmm. together and you know very much you know say I love you a thousand times you know what I mean because we don't say that enough around here <laughs> hugs and I love you flows very freely in this house which I I love that. Me too. I mean, Natalie, she'll get up in the morning and she hugs us both. Before we go to bed, she hugs us both. And we're constantly like, or even like when you were this earlier, earlier, earlier this morning after I got up, because my husband, I love my husband so much. <laughs> he comes in at like real early in the morning. What time did you want to get up? Don't let me sleep any later than 10. Which is a lot, which is real late for me anyway. Not real late, but it's yeah. late. I looked at my, my phone and it was 11 o'clock. He let me sleep till 11. But anyway... Even even when we were sitting on the couch watching TV for a little bit before we did this, um, he just looks over and is like, I love you. I'm like, oh, I love you too. Natalie, it's just something that, it's like almost like I never want to miss the opportunity to tell these people that I love them because I love them very much. And there's going to be a day where they, they won't be able to hear it from me or I won't be able to hear it from them. I think that's... Got a little choked up on that one. <laughs> no, it's, the truth. it's the truth, though. I feel like it's, you know... I used to have so, uh, someone in my life used to tell me, it's like, why do you say I love you so much? And I was like, well, what do you mean? It's like, I hear you say I love you all the time to people and stuff, whatever. And I was like, ah... Uh, I don't know what to do. I was like, well, aren't you afraid it's going to wear out? It's going to stop meaning anything. No. No, yeah. I think that's... My answer is no. I feel like... It's, I, my mom will tell you, I used, when I was younger, I used to do that. I would randomly, I do like, I, I would do like we do now here. Mm -hmm. Randomly, my mom would be doing something and I would just be like, mommy. And she'd go, yeah, I love you. I would just say it. Just, and she'd be like, okay. And, and, and sometimes I'd be like, mommy, do you love me? And she'd go, yes, honey, I love you. And I was like, okay. And it's not so much that I needed to hear it as much as I just wanted. I wanted to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's wonderful. And I feel like that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to say I love you. Seriously. What some, some of your takeaways this week, don't be afraid to say I love you to someone. Um, you know, the, if you do the devotional, sure. You know, who? Uh, I believe very much that there's not, a, there's not enough I love yous in the day. And what you said is 100% the truth. That's why, I always, that's why there's times that we have been in the middle of uh, solving problems. And uh, she drops me off at work, walks around to get in the car. I still give her a hug and a kiss right then because you don't know, and say I love you. And she'll begrudgingly say I love you back because we did, you don't know, man, if that's the last trip that someone's gonna take that you're gonna get, you miss out on. 
Take the opportunity, man. Say, dude, if there's somebody you're mad at right now or some or family member you haven't talked to in a while, do yourself a big, big, big favor. This Valentine's Day, you call them up. You call them up and you tell them you love them. You call them up and you tell them, I don't care who started what. It's okay. If it's you, if, if you need to own it, own it. If you don't need to own it, own it. Just be done with it. Move on because it's not that important. Love is too important. The love of your relationships, your families, and this and that, to see people die and never hear it. My biological father was hardly ever there for me in this life. But when I found out he was gonna, he had congestive heart failure, I took a trip five hours out of the way of my life and I went and go saw him. And I told him, I said, listen, I just didn't want you passing away thinking that we had a problem. I said, I love you, I've forgiven you, it's all good, let's move on with life. You, if, if, should you go move on to be with the Lord, do yourself a big favor and don't go stressing about me. So same thing with you guys. Whoever it is that's upset you or got you in weird in a weird way, this Valentine's Day, don't play that stupid moronic game where you're like, well, I don't need anybody for Valentine's Day. It's not about who's who you're sharing kisses with. It's about who you're expressing the sincere, genuine love of the Lord with. That's really what Valentine's Day should be about. Valentine's Day, yes, is between my, my, my wife and I, but I am, it's about me showing her and telling her that I appreciate that the Lord's put her in my life. It's about telling my daughter that I appreciate the fact the Lord's given me such a beautiful and wonderful perspective that I never could have thought of having. Okay, and more important than that, it's about all of us sharing the love of Christ with our brothers, with our sisters, both personally, both literally, if you have a brother or siblings, but also, mm -hmm. you know, out there in the world in the greater sense. Should be, be the love of Christ. And why do we love? Because he first loved us. Yes. Amen. You want to pray? Yeah. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, more than anything for the fact that you love us. Lord, that in that love, you chose to come and be the sacrifice for us, Lord God. Father God, that is, a, that, that is an I love you that I can never, ever, ever compare with, I can never compete with, and I can never, ever make good on. Father God, the grace that you've shown us, Lord, is just undeniable. Lord, I thank you so much for the blessings that are in our lives. Help us to always walk in your will and help us always be worthy of that love by conveying it and showing it to others, Lord. Father God, we thank you for the blessings you pour out in our lives. We thank you again for this opportunity we have just to share some time with folks. And more than anything, Father God, if we take anything away from this, let us love the way you love us, which is unconditionally, Father God, and accepting. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings again. In your holy name, amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. I love you, too.